0: guys, this is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into everything today because we are joined by the one, the only, Miss Kelly Kaloran ben Hello. Hi. How are you? How are you? Thank you so much for having me today. Seriously. Now, who is this fine furry friend we have on your lap?
1: Uh, this is Fluff. She is my Havanese. People think she's a poodle, but she's all Havanese. Hey,
0: Fluff.
1: Hello. And she is fun and frisky, and she loves to sit with me when I'm doing podcasts.
0: <laughs> well, she is welcome. And we are joined behind you by the iconic horse, which I recognize. Gorgeous. That is, who doesn't Gorgeous. want a horse like that in their apartment?
1: I know. It's amazing. It's resin. It um, was given to me um, from the Met and it actually looks like really, really heavy, but it's resin. So you can pick it up, but you can also sit on it. And there is a uh, Fendi military saddle that Carla Fendi actually made for me. That is this incredible leather saddle. So he's very bougie.
0: Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> well, he doesn't look very bougie. So oh, he
1: is. He is looks be deceiving.
0: <laughs> Listen, that's okay. So, what else have you been up to? So, you're you're in your Soho. You're in your Soho establishment.
1: Yes, I'm in my Soho apartment in New York City. We love New York City. Um, so, I am here. I just uh, finished my Florida real estate exam, uh, the state exam, which was very very difficult, and I passed that. So now I have two licenses for real estate: one in Florida and the Hamptons, and another. Uh, in Florida. So I'm very excited about that.
0: Congratulations. That's exciting. Thank you.
1: It is exciting. That's a really hard test. I have to be honest, a very hard
0: test. It's harder so. than New York, really? Very hard because it's oh, all, wow. law.
1: all law. And it's not just learning, you know, the definitions of, you know, terms, it's the application of them. And it's just very, very challenging.
0: Wow. So yeah. Well, congratulations. Oh, that was
1: good. I feel very, I'm like very impressed with myself. I'm like, oh my God, that was amazing.
0: Seriously. It's tough, it's tough, it's tough. Well, I mean, on that note, you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, people may not know, like you're smart. Like you have all these degrees. You went to Columbia.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, no idea.
0: <laughs> well, not everyone. I mean, I I didn't a mean lot it. of things people
1: don't know about me. <laughs>
0: oh, really? I mean, I didn't I'm mean it street. like that. I just mean, you know, like people see certain people on TV and they don't realize, you know, like you're, you have a degree from Columbia.
1: I know, but I think that's actually good because mystery is also, is also really good. I mean, I think that one thing about being on reality is that you're on the show and you're having a good time and then they film it and then viewers see it. And again, like viewers are going to see something and they're going to like it or not like it. Um, but I, I love these podcasts because it gives me an opportunity to talk to you guys and to kind of share you know, who I am and what's important to me.
0: And that's what I love to do too. I love to like get to know someone like you're originally from Illinois, right? Rockford, Illinois. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you moved to New York pretty much to go to school.
1: Uh, I moved, well, I went to college in Connecticut, but I was started to model when I was 16. And um, my my first roommate um and, uh, was Stephanie Seymour? We were meant to me. We were sixteen in New York City, and I would come in, you know, back and forth. It was a different time. It was a different, like a different modeling career then. People would like, you know, come in for a job. You'd go in for a job, and then you'd go back home. Um, and then I went to Trinity College in Hartford, Connecticut, and then I transferred to Columbia and um, went there. And then I uh, went to Northeastern for my MBA, and now I'm going to NYU Stern for my Executive MBA. So I've got a lot going on. Um, right, what, Cliff?
0: What prompted that? That's the plan.
1: That's the plan. What prompted that? Um, you know, just from being, you know, working in the magazine world for so long, um, you know, started L Accessory, started the Magazine, you know, working with all these masters of the universe and all these different capabilities, you know, working on television, um, you know, the whole idea of perception reality and seeing, you know, how, you know, my fan base which are midwesterners just like me kind of saw me in a different way um and then working in real estate and having this umbrella over luxury of you know homes and interiors and aesthetics i just wanted to get uh an executive mba to work with the new masters of the universe and to kind of see what they're up to and what their mindset is and to be able to apply what i've learned and what i know to you know a new way of thinking I think it's really important I think you know everyone's talking about reinventing themselves but you can't reinvent yourself if you don't have information and you know there's so many 20s and 30s and 40 year olds that are doing things in a different way than I am and I want to learn from them
0: that's great so why not did you love writing and editing when you worked at all the magazines I loved it I yeah. loved it.
1: I love I lo- my favorite job of all time was working at L Accessories. I loved it. I loved, you know, creating a concept. I loved working with the designers. I loved coming up with new ideas that no one else had. I loved, um, you know, I loved all the background drama from all the editors. And, you know, even when I was at L Accessories, it was really, really difficult because, you know, I was, you know, Ben Simone's wife and you know I happened to, I was educated and I was a model so I could wear the clothes and I could talk about the clothes and I had already worked for a lot of magazines. I mean you have to remember when I was the editor of L Accessories, I was also working for Hamptons, Gotham, and L Accessories. So I had at one point, I mean, I was doing like 30 issues. So I was doing uh-huh. so much volume of work. And you know, they always say like if you want something done, give it to a busy person. And I think it was very intimidating to see how, you know, I would close the magazine early and, you know, everything was always on time. And it was on time because I was compartmentalizing all of the information because I had so much work to do. coupled with, I had two young children and an ex-husband who was traveling all over the place. So, you know, I had so much responsibility at such a young age and it was the best lesson and it was the best time. It was
0: great. Did, Did you love being a model?
1: Um, you know, I didn't really I mean I loved modeling. I loved the experience, but you know, I'm 5'10, I'm, you know, like got boobs, got hips, and I wasn't your traditional skinny model. I mean, today I would never be a model. Never, because I'm just too I'm too full. And um that was always like a really big struggle for me to have that, you know, today, you know, I feel really good about myself and I go run and like I'm healthy and I'm happy and I eat well and I have, you know, you know, a food uniform and I have like a lot of respect for who I am, what I look like. I mean, obviously i was a playboy and I felt really comfortable at that time. And, but when I was a model, I always felt very uncomfortable. I was always, you know, asked to lose weight and it was always, you know, very stressful for me.
0: Was it the typical, like in the modeling world of what we think, you know, like lots of eating disorders and
1: Tons. drugs
0: and just women feeling bad about themselves? Well, I
1: mean, I wasn't really a big druggie because I had to, you know, I was working a lot.
0: So when you talk about like all
1: these models that were like busy doing drugs, I mean, you have to remember those are like big supermodels that like maybe work like twice a week. I mean, I was literally traveling and working all over the world every single day. I mean, I was like one week I was in Africa, the next week I was in Chicago, the next week I was in LA, the next week I was in Miami, next week I was in Germany. You know, I was just literally, I traveled all over the world, which was really exciting, but it was, you know, strenuous. And then you know, you got off a plane and you're hungry and you're in a hotel and, you know, it's like they have room service, but it's not like you're, you know, maybe, you know, German bread isn't your vibe. And, you know, it's like, you're trying to like maintain a healthy mindset and or not eat at all. And you're just starving. And it's just really, it was really stressful. It was really stressful. And when people talk about being skinny and um, when people make fun of women who had issues with their weight it really bothers me it really really sets a bad you know taste in my mouth because I've been there I've seen that and I also gained 40 pounds with each of my children and my ex-husband was like oh you know I'm shooting Madonna and she's doing backbends and flip-flops and she's breastfeeding her children and she's back to her weight and you need to lose 40 pounds and you know there was just a lot of stress that I was exposed to that you know maybe maybe the average woman wouldn't be exposed to it we were going through the same thing it's just that I had to like deal with like instead of my best friend looking great it was Madonna
0: did you ever meet Madonna
1: I never met Madonna
0: no my mouth is like dropping open just for a minute but I will
1: Madonna 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 no, I had amazing. a moment she's over the top she's amazing but I mean still can you imagine being like 40 pounds overweight and she's like you know, doing backbends in front of your husband and, like, flipping her legs all over the place, and you're just like, I don't even, I haven't seen my toes in eight months.
0: I cannot imagine that now. When your husband comes home and he's like, I just spent the past 10 hours working with Madonna. Yeah, you're fat, you're fat,
1: you're fat, you're fat. She's amazing, you're fat, you're amazing. You're fat.
0: Where did you meet your husband, your ex-husband? Um, You guys know that the only thing I like talking about as much as reality TV and pop culture is skincare. You know how thrilled I get when I find a new skincare product that really works. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about ORG. ORG's skincare's mineral face peel and body exfoliants are amazing, and they help bring that glow back. They gently exfoliate and hydrate your skin and only require a few sprays or rubs. What I love is you get immediate satisfaction by seeing the dead skin peel away their face peel that I use. It literally, literally makes you feel like you were in a spot getting a professional facial for hours. And I really do love the instant proof you, the skin, the dead skin peels right away. And that's what I personally love about it. Listen, right now for behind the velvet rope listeners, ORG skincare is offering 15% off your entire purchase. Skin is complex, but caring for your skin doesn't have to be. Visit orgskincare.com today and use promo code VELVET to see for yourself. That's orgskincare.com, promo code VELVET, and get 15% off your entire purchase.
1: I met him at um, Elle Magazine. I met him on a, a casting for a shoot. I actually had met him before. Um, like four years before, and my hair was short, and he was just like, No, 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 she's not for me. And then I met him again a couple of years later, and um, he was like, Okay, I want to work with her. And he, uh, he like really had a huge crush on me, and I was, you know, working and doing my stuff, and he pursued me heavily.
0: Did you heavily. fall into your love for Fashion Week through modeling way back? Like, have you always, cause I know you're really into Fashion Week, like, were you just always into Fashion Week through that?
1: Well, I was into Fashion Week because I was the host of IMG's um, Fashion Week. So I was their host. I interviewed all the models, all the editors, all the celebrities, all the designers. I mean, that was just so much fun. Um, IMG gave me that incredible opportunity. It was just—it was literally the most fun thing to do. And so that's why I love Fashion Week so much, and that's why people ask me to host and to do all these interviews because I know everybody and I have a good time and I'm not intimidated. And but I have to tell you, the first time I went to a fashion show. I mean, walking in a fashion show is one thing. I mean, that is just like, it's just so stressful and just so intimidating. Um, and the lights are bright and, you know, the front row is filled with these like masters of the universe and the most gorgeous women on the planet. And, you know, you're walking in shoes that may not fit you, clothes that may not fit you. Um, you know, maybe your hair you don't really necessarily like. So it's just kind of like, ah. Um, but sitting in, sitting in the front row of a fashion, I mean, I remember when I was, Um, at Hamptons and they asked me to sit in the front row and uh, my ex-husband was on the opposite side of um, the front row and um, I was just so nervous just petrified I just was like because I just you know I wanted to be there so badly but I also wanted to you know be do well and you know make sure that I was you know professional but I'm also a very spirited beast and so I'm always smiling and if it's good music, I'm like, oh my God, this music is really good. And so everyone was like, I am being really sophisticated right now and you're like laughing. And it's so funny cause I was watching Emily in Paris and I'm like, oh my God, this girl is so me. You know, it's like so happy, so excited to be there, so hardworking and I was like, um, we're French,
0: so don't smile. Did you I'll love be- it? It was like the best show ever. Emily and Paris yes
1: oh my god first of all I love Darren Starr. He's, he's amazing 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 he's always like Kelly he's like you have to be meaner on TV you have to be meaner they love the villain they love the villain I'm like I don't really look like a villain now I'm not really a villain they like but but you are a villain I'm like oh okay all right so I'll be a villain
0: that's what Darren Starr told you after being yeah. on Housewives yeah. he was like
1: he's like you're great he's like go for, go for the villain go for the villain I'm like oh my
0: god all right do you did you, like, you watch? But I'm not a
1: villain. It doesn't make sense. It's like hard for pe- it's like people are like, wait, that's the villain? Okay.
0: And you're like, wait a second. So Melrose did well. Younger is amazing. You're like, I better take some advice from Darren Star. True. True story. How great is
1: Emily in Paris, though? How great is that show?
0: I was like, listen, I, I I don't have time Beyond. to watch this. I'm gonna slowly watch it. I watched the whole thing in like one afternoon. I'm like, I can't stop this.
1: I just watched three episodes last it's, night.
0: The oh, thing is, tough. like, I'm how kidding. could Darren Stark keep getting better? That's the thing. I'm like, each time, I'm like, what can you do? It's so good. It was so good.
1: He's just really good at subtle nuances. And and um, he's really good at interactions between people. And they're really incredibly authentic. You know, this girl is like, you know, she, her boyfriend breaks up with her. She's got this great job. She doesn't speak French. She's, you know, taking all these, you know, leaps of faith. And, um, and, she's, and she ends up succeeding. It's so great.
0: And, like, the other actors, like, it just, it captures Paris. Like, that office setting, I'm like, you feel Love. like you're in Paris. It's,
1: and that's exactly what an office looks like in Paris.
0: Yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's crazy.
1: Yeah. When did Are you, you
0: yeah. Did you, Sorry, so my like, daughter
1: was t- calling me.
0: <laughs> she's like, hey, mom.
1: She's like, mom, I can talk to you.
0: Do you, so, like, you know Darren Star. Like, I imagine you've met lots of people. Like, did you ever get starstruck? Are you the type? I mean, there's, you know, if you oh met, God, like, he- a.
1: You do. I am. Oh my god! Like I love celebrities when I see them, and it's like you know, after being on TV, you know, you get to like go to these appearances, and you know, there's a lot of famous people there, and I am always like, I'm oh my like, my favorite moment of all time though was with Kristen Wiig. We were um, we were both at a premiere, a movie premiere, and she was at the front of the runway. I mean, of the of the photos, and I was at, I was almost finishing, and they were asking me who my favorite. Star, star is, and I said Kristen Wiig. I just love her, and they're like, "Oh my god, she's over there!" And so I go, "Oh my god, it's Kristen Wiig!" And she goes, "Kelly, Ben Simone, oh my god, you're my favorite!" And I literally was like, "Oh wait, I'm like you. You're not just like me. I'm like it was just the most. It was just the sweetest, most fun moment of all time. It was so great. It was so are, great. She's such a rock star. I love her.
0: Are you shocked about that? Like when like these." you know, big celebrities come up and they're huge Housewives fans and they're, you're like, wait, you like know me from TV?
1: Well, when I first met Christy Teague and she's like, oh my God, I just love you. I just love you. And it just like, she just is so fresh and real. And it's just really nice to hear people say really nice things. And especially when it's someone that's your peer, um, but that you really don't know. Uh, I mean, I really have always been like really thankful and just like, that's just so cool. So i remember, I'll never forget Chrissy King She's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I was like, "It just makes it fun." She's like, "Oh my god, yeah, it is fun."
0: Chrissy loves her housewives.
1: I know she's so cute. I love her. I love her. <sighs>
0: Hey ladies, and I know that's most of you listening right now, and I highly thank you for that. Did you know that 3rd Love creates high quality underwear, sleepwear, and loungewear that is also completely comfortable? Their online shopping experience is so much fun. You take their fitting room quiz, which is so detailed that it helps you find the perfect size and style which leads to a more accurate fit. And what I think is great is that third Love, their cup size ranges from a double A through I, and that includes exclusive half cups and their loungewear and sleepwear ranges from XS to 3X. By having so many sizes, it's easier for you to find the perfect fit. And their quality is there. They stress and obsess over every stitch. Listen, Third Love knows you deserve to feel comfortable and confident 24-7. So right now they're offering my listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com/slash velvet now to find your perfect fitting bra. And you get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com/slash velvet for 20% off today did you ever meet john legend
1: i did yeah he's super nice too met him many times great guy so polite nice smart kind Just he has a great story i love him yeah
0: how did you like how did you first get involved so like you were you started in season two so there was a whole season without you but how did you like did they approach you like how did that start
1: um so nbc had been asking me to do they would they had been interviewing me before um, housewives and then I was at a party um, and Lauren last was there and she was the one that started the whole franchise um, and the idea of housewives she's a brilliant 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 woman um, and she met me and she was just like oh my god I ha- you have to be on housewives and then I went up for an audition for another show with Tim Gunn who I had worked with many times before and he we know each other very well um, from fashion and so they want to be on a show with him and um you know we get along really well and you know but it was like you know you already had a show with Heidi and then it's me it's kind of like a similar kind of um vibe and so they asked me if I would be on Housewives and uh my agent's like you can't do this show it's gonna ruin your career and you'll never work again that's what he said that's what my agent said and I had a really big agent IMG and uh I was like, no, 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 and my publicist like literally fired me. She's like, I'm not working with you if you're gonna take this show. She's like, I can't work with people that are on this show. So it was really considered like bad news, and um, I just was like, you know what? I'm taking the leap of faith. I'm gonna do it. I want the world to see the real me. It's really important. You know, I've done a lot of great things in my life, and it's. I really want people to see, you know, who I am. And I was recently divorced, and you know, new opportunity to you know, make new income for my family. And I just wanted to do something different. And so I did. And it almost, and my agents were right. It almost, it almost ruined me. I mean, if I didn't have education and the friendships and the solid relationships that I have, I would have been destroyed, absolutely destroyed.
0: Do you think your agent would say the same thing now? Like, we're firing you if you take this? Or do you think it's a totally different animal now? No, or- now
1: they're like, go for it. Now my agent's like, go for it. It's fun. And, you know, I mean, listen, I don't have any reservations about it. I feel, I mean, I mean, just by spending a little bit of time with me, you can get a sense that, you know, I am really open-minded. I'm always up for new opportunities. And I really am a very... It's not like I'm a positive person. It's not like I'm a positive person. I'm just very open to opportunity. And I think that's one we, that's, that's why I have this like very useful mindset is because I'm incredibly curious and I'm open and I'm interested. I'm actually genuinely interested in what's going on. And so I wanted to try it and I wanted to see what was going, you know, what was going to happen. And, you know, I thought like, listen, you know, I've worked at L with the, with like, you know, absolute monsters and I've, You know, done a lot of hair ads for Clarol. Like, what could be worse? Like, worst case scenario, you just flip your hair and smile. You're like, I'm joking. I'm
0: joking. That's a joke. But you're like a kid. I did do that.
1: I did do that a couple of times. I was like, yeah.
0: Did you know like any of them before you were cast? Like, did you know Ramona, Luann, any of them?
1: Um, I had met, um, Luann a couple of times socially in the Hamptons.
0: Um, you know, she's an incredibly social
1: woman and, uh, I met her a couple of times, but we didn't really know each other. It was like, hi, how are you? Um, and then Bethany Frankel came over to my house. Tommy Hilfiger's sister was having an event at my house and, um, Bethany was dating. Apparently I, I found out this later. I I didn't know who she was. I thought she was just a friend. Um, she was dating um, the paparazzi photographer that was taking the photos of the event. So, she was there, and um, so I met her once and Luann a couple of times. But I, you know, didn't know Ramona. I didn't know um, Jill, um, Alex. Never met Alex. No. Mm-mm.
0: And did you watch the first season? Like that you weren't on. Like so, did you? You so you no. didn't even really know what to expect, other than no. people telling you don't do this.
1: No, I remember I was like I was on a plane with my ex-boyfriend at the time, and we were going to Vegas because I was going to a jewelry show. Because I was, I had this beautiful line um, with a company called Moab. We were doing this beautiful line for HSN. Um, it was like all Micropave, uh, Indian inspired line, <clears throat> and he wanted me to come to Paris, to Vegas to meet you know all the jewelry designers and people in jewelry and to really get to know the business, and it was on that blue. And my ex-boyfriend's like, you should really watch this. I'm like, I'm not watching this. Like, what am I watching it for? I'm like, you know, it's my job as a writer and an editor to always know everything about the person beforehand and let them give me their answers. But this was a time and opportunity for me to actually be completely authentic and just have fun with something new. And he was like, you're making a huge mistake. And everyone's like, you're making a huge mistake. <laughs> Okay, so then but I don't think so, but I don't think so. I mean, listen, I've got like I got you know, I I in a Cadillac deal with Simon and Schuster for two books, one Dangerous Age, all about the publishing world and me being an editor, which was so much fun. And then I went deep, deep, deep into the food world because I was so obsessed about food. And I wrote this fun love story about the food world called a Second Course, which was so great. I wrote this health and fitness book called I Can Make You Hot, which people are constantly asking me about which you know in that book was a supermodel diet that everyone loves i mean literally i did the supermodel diet this january with all my fans and it was just the best experience and my fans had the most incredible recipes and we were doing it together and it just was it was so much fun um,
0: Nothing is more important to me than a good night's sleep. Hey, I work too hard not to get a good night's sleep. And I found it impossible to find the right sheets until I discovered Bowl and Branch. What I love about Bowl and Branch is that they're 100% organic cotton and they're toxin free. Also, they get softer with. Every freaking wash. Bowling Branch has higher quality sheets at a really affordable price. And I also love that they come in a variety of colors and fit everything from a twin to a California king. Listen, by listening to this podcast, you guys can experience the best sheets you've ever felt. Choose Bowling Branch. You can try them worry-free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns. And from listening to this podcast, you get an exclusive 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code velvet at bowlinbranch.com. That's bowlinbranch, B-O-L-L and branch.com promo code velvet. Use it for 15% off and start sleeping better right now.
1: And now I'm working on some other opportunities, which I can't tell you about, but you will learn about it soon. And it's just been, you know, I think it's been a really great experience. And I wrote my second version of in the spirit of the hamptons which was my first anthology that i ever wrote i wrote another one of those so i've written you know four books afterwards i was on you know two other shows i'm filming million dollar listing some scenes right now you know i'm having a great time i have a new real estate career my kids are in college and doing really really well and you know I haven't I'm the same person that I was in two thousand and eight. Same person that you met when you saw me on camera. I'm the exact
0: same person. Was the filming part of it though what you expected? Like or did you I did you get there and you're just like, oh my God, these women are crazy? Or were you like, All right, I've been through worse.
1: Oh no, no, no. Everyone's like, Oh my god, you're doing so great. You're the you're the you're the breakout star. You're so awesome. We love you. Everyone loves you, everyone loves you, everyone's like amazing, amazing, we love you, we'd love you. We love you. You're doing so great. And I was like having a really good time until like, I was just, you know, then it was like, you're like Madonna, you're like this. I'm like, who are these people? Why are they talking like that? It's so weird. But then I didn't realize it's a sh- They're like trying to be like that. You know, I thought that they- I was like, why are they being so aggressive when they have never met me before? It's just odd. Like you have never go walk into a room and someone would be like, really?
0: Right. Like you don't start out where people are going to come at you that you've never no. met before.
1: no, no. Especially like in a friend group, people don't, people wouldn't do that. The only time that people would do that is if they were like having like, you know, mental issues or like, you know, serious problems that would make them be like that. And the other friends were like, you know, she's going through a divorce or she's, her boyfriend just broke up with her or she has issues. You know, it's like, the don't normal people don't do that. You don't walk into a room and people are like, really.
0: That is true. I Who mean, if did- they
1: do, then you're like.
0: right if you do you're just like okay who did you gravitate towards the most like when you first started shooting like or who was the most welcoming i mean because they were only one season in so it wasn't like these really established roles
1: yeah i mean i'm the first the most welcoming like jill was really really welcoming to me she met me and she was really really nice really nice she was kind of like you're the new kid on the block come say hi um luann was you know she was my first scene Uh, and she was really sweet. Um, she was, but, you know, she was tough too. She was tough because she, we met and we didn't really click at the beginning. Um, but I also think she doesn't, she didn't understand me at the beginning. Like now she gets me and, but I think that, you know, she had this image of, they all had this image of me that I was getting photographed all the time and going to these parties and, you know, that they didn't think that I worked. They don't, they didn't know where I came from. They don't, you know, they didn't know that I was like living in an an apartment by myself with two, raising two kids alone with an ex-husband who was always gone. Like they had no idea what my real life was like. They were like, well, she does all this stuff. It's like, yeah, I worked really, really hard. I mean, by the time I got on Housewives, you know, I'd started two magazines. I'd written three books. You know, I, my kids were five and seven, you know, it's, I modeled, you know, my entire life. I, mean, I did. i done. A, I had done a lot of work as a human, and I think it was very intimidating for them. But they didn't realize that I was home alone raising kids, and I just was like nose to the nose to the ground, like just working like crazy all the
0: time. They just assumed what that like famous ex-husband photographer.
1: Yeah, people, I think they just were like model, famous, fabulous, easy fabulous, life, easy life, no worries, no cares, and I think that they were like you know. They were trying to make it seem like, you know, I just didn't have any real priorities and that it was all just fun and games. And, you know, I'm a worker bee. I mean, anyone that will, you know, that you know, will be like, you know, Kelly Benson has been working all of her life and she's a very motivated, driven, ambitious and responsible human. It's important. I'm a mother, single mother, full-time, not half, not, I'm only on Wednesdays, not on the weekends. 24-7 24-7 yeah it and, never I would ne- and i would never have it any other way i mean i have great kids and it's a testament to being a great parent
0: it's a full-time job
1: and may- having really good priorities so everyone else is like feeling gorgeous and loving life and you know doing whatever they do like i'm either working i'm working and raising kids so super.
0: it's stressful. a full-time job well no like so when i look back upon your time on the show i mean there's th- Highlights that stick out for me are running in the street. I'm sure everyone tells you about this. Love. Which is kind of iconic. The Love. obviously, I'm it's up my here. Rocky moment. <laughs> I'm up here and you're down here, which is, I'm sorry, iconic. I, one of the most iconic moments in Housewife history.
1: People repeat it all the time.
0: It's constantly. Yeah. I mean, listen, Kelly, me. I my, use oh this my in, my, in my real life all the time don't get me wrong. Lots of times I say I'm the one down here and you're the one up there. I'm, I'm okay saying that, but I use right. it. It's a classic. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash velvet robe. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress level is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strained in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased and who's not going to judge you or take sides. If there's stuff you can't tell your friends or family, this is the place to do it. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's a much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain for it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and behind the Velvet Rope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelpcom velvet rope. That's B E T T dot com slash velvet rope betterhelp.com slash velvet rope and classic. of course scary islands so i mean do you get tired of people just bringing up scary island to you well, it's strange when
1: people DM me and they're like, Are you sick? Are you? I'm like, Sick. I'm like, What are you talking about? I'm like, What? I'm like, They asked me to go in and film a scene. And I was like, I had jelly beans. So I'm like, Okay, I'll just go in there. You know, and people, and you know, that's a really interesting scene because it just shows the dynamic of when people are really scared that they're going to be called out, they do some really nasty things. People, when they're afraid, are like cats in the corner. And I'm just like eating jelly beans, having a good time, just like, you guys, Your shit, think. <laughs> well,
0: I will, I will always associate you with jelly beans as well to that.
1: Of course, place. jelly beans are delicious. Like, I mean, listen, I'm eating jelly beans, having the time in my life, like having fun, like drinking wine, having dinner, like, you know, trying to encourage people to make, you know, salad dressing, maybe cook their steak themselves and not by a chef that's in the background or you know just try to like actually do things yourself and have some like integrity um but you know people are going to do what they're going to do and they're you know people have their own everyone's going to have their eye on the prize and you know I just I just don't think like that and I don't like need to like I don't need to make other people feel bad so I feel better
0: and was it like a lot of like jockeying or like just filming in general, was it a lot of like jockeying for camera time and like, I need to get my always,
1: story in there? Always, always. And like, I didn't have a story because they didn't want me to have a story. It was like, I filmed six days a week. I was, the, the minute that, I, that they got me on Housewives, I filmed six days a week, all the time. And they didn't want my story. They didn't want, you know, to hear about my kids. And you know, you have to remember too, and, and and this isn't against Bravo, but being a single parent in 2008 was not sexy. And people were not talking about being a single parent. People were not talking about being out there and single. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise.
0: What a wonderful day!
1: It's a jaw dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on, it is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And having raising two young kids, like that was not cool. We just come off a financial crisis. You know, people are freaking out about you know if they're going to pay their mortgages, and they wanted to hear from a woman that looks like me talking about raising their kids by themselves. And, you know, how, and my hardship, it's a joke, right? So Bravo was smart. You know, they just like, they they really focused on, you know, the interpersonal relationships, kind of a Darren Star kind of vibe um, and try to really focus on those interpersonal relationships and trying to get, you know, women to really get, it, be ignited by me. And it was like very simple. It was really easy to, all I had to do was walk into a room with like orange hot pants and they would like, literally like, you know, tumble be tumbleweeds. I mean they were crazy. They were like,
0: oh my God. Could you tell, like, was that like your role per se? Like, could yeah. you tell? Totally. Totally. And then, you
1: know, it was interesting because then when I got, you know, when my last season was like was my best season because Luann and I and Jill had so much fun together. And because there wasn't there wasn't an elephant in the room. It was just good news, good time, you know, I spoke about a lot of things that were really important to me because I just was like, you know, it, it's fun to have Barbie walk into the room, but you know, Barbie has feelings too. And, you know, I just really took, took opportunities and moments when I felt like it was appropriate to let people know a little bit more about me.
0: Did you feel like that season was just so much different? Like a, like a weight has been lifted because Bethany wasn't there.
1: There was no elephant in the room. It was so much fun. We I went to Morocco, I brought all these toys to all these children in the Moroccan uh, uh, orphanage. I got to go to the souk. I got to, you know, Luann and I, you know, I had tea in some of the most beautiful hotels in the world. It was, we stayed in this incredible Riyadh. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I went running and these, you know, Moroccan women were like, who, you know, aren't, aren't allowed to even show their clothes. And I'm running like, you know, with bra, top and shorts. We're just like, yay. I mean, it was just, it was, just, there was so many things about that trip that were just really, really special, so special. And, um, I'll never forget that never, as long as I live. Um, and it was just a really great season. You know, it was a really great, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And it's funny because that season two, um, you know, I decided to change up my whole look and I started wearing, I, I wore like a uniform one to, when I would film. So, I wore a lot of blazers, shirts, jeans, heels, like very, very simple looks. And, you know, everyone was like, fashion icon. Like, they were just going crazy about the way that I dressed. And it was just really um, fascinating to see, you know, television. Like, six months later, boom, you can see if your fans like you. And the fans loved me. And it was just, it was great. It was great. And the reunion was tough for me. The reunion was really, really hard because, you know, It's like I'm sitting there and the last reunion, you know, I was wearing this gorgeous Jill Stewart dress. I wanted everyone to see. So I got up and I walked around because I was in that mode of like showing everybody like what I'm wearing because I knew it would ignite them. And, um, you know, right after that, I went to um, Costa Rica to paint all these schools. And it was just so incredible. And I was always doing these great things, right? That You know, it was like the reunion was done at five. I was on the plane at seven. I was always going to do something really you know, impactful and powerful that was going to really, you know, make me feel better about myself and the opportunities I had on Housewives. And I'm sitting there knowing that this is going to be this great moment. I'm going to be going somewhere great, doing something incredible. And I'm sitting there with women who just can't get enough of negativity. And I just was like, what is going on? What is going on? And there were so many moments too that was and I would tell the producers, I was like, You guys are idiots. I'm like, just keep those cameras rolling because, you know, you can't make up Luann and I sitting there bawling our eyes out after too much wine in brawn panties. I mean, that's a sick scene, you know. Come you know, whatever, like some scenes I was just like, this is like not fun. There was just so many great scenes that were just like missed because, you know,
0: we weren't filming. Did you see a difference, like, between, like, you say your fans between, like, season two and season three? Like, did you feel like public outcry after Scary Island and then feel like you needed to kind of change your image in the next season? I mean, I'm not saying that that's how it is. I'm just asking.
1: No, but that's a good question. Um, No, I think that um, it was really fascinating because after Scary Island, I was on the cover of Us. Um, and I went to Vegas for an appearance and, you know, I'm on the cover of us and I'm sitting there and all these women are reading all these, <laughs> I'm like, this is weird. And they're like, Oh my God, it looks so great in your life. And they, you know, no one really cared. Like, I mean, fans were like, you know, it was also too, you have to remember it was the very beginning of social media. So all, you know, when I was on my first season of housewives, if I just, I just joined Facebook. My first season of housewives, I had like four followers and um or four friends what do you call them and so it was the first time that people were just like really kind of out there and saying what they thought and you know it was really interesting it was really fascinating you know people would see me in real life they'd be like you're great but when people would see me you know when people after they would comment on television they were always like oh my god is she okay is she all right is she, does she can she take care of her kids i'm like of course i can I'm like what are you talking about
0: Isn't that always how it is? They will say you're crazy online and they want a picture with you in person. That is 100% how it will go. They will kiss your ass when they're standing in front of you.
1: Right. And then you show them a product that you love and they're going to buy it because they believe you. Well, they have to believe me because they know that I'm true. They know that I'm, because I've I've never, ever, I've always told everyone the honest truth. I've always been completely 100% 100 transparent. Every time that you see me on anything, any interview, anything from the very beginning, from way before 2006, 2005, I'm exactly the same all the time. And so people are like, wait, I, I know who you are. I've seen that. What's going on? Like, But some people really wanted to believe it. It was interesting because some people really wanted to believe that Like they're like, oh, she's not all that. She's not really that nice.
0: How did you deal with like, so like you said, you go to Vegas and everyone's reading us. And there's no Instagram, but people are asking you if you're okay to take care of your kids, which is implying because of Scary Island that you're crazy. So like, how do you- She's really,
1: I mean, it's called defamation of character. That's like scary. That's scary. I mean, to say that you're not able to take care of your kids or to say on television that you're doing drugs. I mean, that's scary. That's bad. That's really bad. I mean, first of all, I don't take drugs. So that's that's weird. Um, Second of all, I barely drink. So that's weird. And to say that just because I'm engaging in a scene that I'm taking drugs or, that was not cool.
0: And it's that like a nice real thing. person's life, you know? Well, I mean, it's
1: a real person's life.
0: It's taking
1: care of her two kids on her own. You know, it's not like I'm like, there's like a, some big money pot where I'm like, okay, hold on one second. Let me just dip in because, you know, some people said some bad things about me. You know, that's just not, that's just bad. That's just bad behavior. That's why I'm...
0: <laughs> you can say I had it. You. I had, to. I had to. You can say it. Well, I mean, also about that scene, you know, Ramona is in a way the one who started a lot of that because she was hounding you and you're on the phone with your children. Like, do you just think? I mean, I don't know if you watch Housewives still.
1: I didn't even watch the full scene. So I don't even really know what went on. with you, <laughs> I never watched it. <laughs> I mean, I filmed it. So I know. I mean, I, it's like I didn't watch the whole thing. I should watch it.
0: I mean, do you think Ramona just gets away with it We should anything? watch it together
1: with popcorn. You would be like...
0: Listen, <gasps> Kelly, any day... I, I live in Chelsea, so Soho is not so far away. I can walk to you. I won't run <laughs> through the street, but I'll just walk.
1: That was a great scene, running through the streets. And it's so great, too, because I just a year before had ran the New York City Marathon um, for Sloan Kettering for the Neuroblast Soma Fund. So it was just like... The fact that they wanted me running through the streets in that big, rocky moment was like a really special moment. For me, people are like, you run in the streets, you're crazy. I'm like, I just ran a marathon for neuroblastoma for Sloan Kettering. Dial it back.
0: And it's cool. New York. Everyone runs in the streets here. And it's
1: New York. And it's Fifth Avenue. And it's incredible. And it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous.
0: And it's also iconic.
1: Sick. you kidding Do- me?
0: You keep in touch with Jill and Luann now.
1: Yeah, she just texted me and her daughter, Allie, makes these cute masks and she was sending them to my girls and my kids and I are wearing them and they're so cute.
0: I love a tie-dye mask. They they are cute. They are super cute, yeah. They are but cute.
1: Been, we've got, you know, there's a, I mean, everyone's doing really great with all their product lines and I love that too. It's been, you know, I mean, I was so grateful to be able to be on HSN with my jewelry line and to be a host on HSN. I got to... You know, work with meeting leaks and all these different people, and you know, help them sell their product, which is so much fun. Julia Doransek, and now I have my own outdoor line, my third season with Anvil, which is doing so well. We're almost all sold out. I just, I just launched wow. it two weeks. We're almost all sold out. So it's been, you know, really fun. Um, it's been just a really. It's been a really fun adventure. So everyone was wrong. Everyone was wrong. But maybe they, maybe they underestimated me too. Maybe they underestimated me. They thought that I wasn't going to be able to handle it,
0: but I did. Well, I mean, I think it's, I, you just, I, you never watched the scene, so, and you. Just,
1: I filmed it. I know what happened. I was there. I already talked about it a hundred million times, you know? It's like, guys, it was great. It was fun. We had a good time. Scary Anna. It not so scary. It's
0: actually really hot. Do you watch The Housewives? I, loved,
1: I thought Scary Island was really hot. I mean, that scene of me t- taking the photos. First of all, that bikini that I was wearing, that heiress bikini was sick. And photographing the women and seeing and having them feel gorgeous was like a really cool moment for me. It was really cool. I mean, like, you know, even Alex and Ramona feeling sexy and like, it just was great. It was great. So there was a lot of really good news. It's a lot of really good news. But then you have to have bad news too because it's, you know, it's a docu-soap. You gotta you have all fun. You know, on the bottom of Netflix, they say, like, funny, charming, stocky soap. They always tell you what it's going to be. When they, say, when they say housewives, they don't say, like, nice, home-cooked meals, you know,
0: fun no. and board games.
1: <laughs> they say, like, drama for your mama.
0: Would you go back and do it again? Like, has the good outweighed the bad? Like, with all these opportunities and the books...
1: I mean, I, I did a lot of different cameos for, the, for many years. For like three, four years, I was on different cameos. And it was always fun. It was always fun to film. It was always fun to be there. Luann literally for the past four years has six years. I mean, I, let's see, I retired in 2011. And for, since 2011, she's like literally been like, you have to come with me. You have to film. You have to film. You have to film. It's been fun. It's always fun. Always a good time. They're always like, yes, who's back? <laughs> Which I think is so funny.
0: I mean, that's the thing for someone who's only on, you know, you weren't on like 10 seasons. Like you're still an iconic part of the show that people come back to.
1: I mean, it's incredible. They always talk about it all the time. It's crazy. It's
0: crazy. So fun. So fun. So you don't mind that it's like all these years later and you've done so many other things and, you know, we can talk about a lot of things, but somehow I'm sure, the, I'm, sure I'm not the only person that sits down with you where it goes to housewives. Like, do you mind oh my- that? Or are you no, just like that's part it's of your part past? of my life.
1: No, it's a part of my life. Just like they're asking me about my kids, they're asking me about housewives. It's a, it was a it was a big part of my life. I mean, it was, you know, almost three years of you know, big part of my life.
0: Do you talk to anyone else?
1: It was like a serious relationship.
0: Three years. Listen, if I had a three year relationship at this point, I'd be heading in the right direction. Like
1: Right. I, it was a serious relationship. It was I'll three years. Be happy
0: with three months at this point. So <laughs> That's a whole nother story.
1: Dating is hard. Dating is hard. Tell me about your day in life. Are you having a hard time? You know, is it well just because of COVID, or what is it?
0: It's not that I have a hard time. It's that left to my own devices, like I don't really care. So when I put forth wait, the effort, you don't wait,
1: wait, you don't care because you're protecting yourself, or you don't care because you have a lot going on and you're trying to do other things. Like it's just not like I sat there.
0: It's so not, I mean, like, I'm not sitting home staring at the four walls, like, don't get me wrong, I get out there, but I make an effort, and then I'm like, oh, wait, it's seven months later, where did that time go? I haven't made an effort.
1: Yeah. So how do you go out and date? Uh, Are
0: you dating anyone now?
1: I mean, I'm dating. I've had, you know, I've had a lot of fun dating, you know, it's like I, you know, I was in a very serious, you know, I was married to my ex-husband, and then, you know, I've dated a lot of different guys and I've had so much fun, you know, dating all of them, all these different ages, all these different, you know, I they all had, you know, hedge fund guys, you know, um, I mean, I've dated a lot of, you know, chefs, I've dated a lot of different people and, um, you know, I had a really, really good time doing it, but now like I'm, you know, I'm really ready to like my, you know, my daughters are both in college and. know it's time to really get serious and as much as i adore all the guys that i've dated they just weren't they weren't right they weren't right and it's like i've already been married once and i already have kids so the next time i get married it's going to be to someone that like i choose it's important that i choose them i think everyone else everyone else has always chosen me they're like we're dating, and then all of a sudden, I'm in a relationship. I'm like, I, I, just we just went on a date. Like, why am I all of a sudden in a relationship? But I also keep my personal life very private, as you know. Like, nobody knows who I'm dating, or I just think it's really not chic to, especially when you have children, to, you know, show who you're dating, because... It's just important to keep that private. And I don't think it's good for the public to see that.
0: I think that's good. Listen, I see your businesses. Yes, I, I see nothing on your social media about who you're dating. So job, never, well, ever, job never, well done.
1: Never. I mean, you'll see maybe me walking down the street with someone, but I will never talk about anybody. It's just not respectful. And I, it's like, I don't need to exploit a man to... To make my business bigger I don't need to
0: do that is that directed towards anyone in particular or just no just in general
1: yeah. just in general like I no 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 one no one it's just I just don't like that
0: what's your like so you don't have a specific type like you don't date just younger just hedge fund that's there's really did,
1: no type. No, I mean my ex-husband is now 74 um I mean well I was gonna I say like, or older I or or older I dated you know the youngest guy I've ever dated was 30 um alejandro so sweet um but you know it's like 30 40 50 david guys my own age david guys a little bit older Dave guys younger hedge fund i mean i like i like business guys just because we get along better um i don't like guys that are in my business because it's just like i tried to date actors and it just doesn't work like we're just i'm a reality you know i'm on reality and people walk down the street and they're like oh my god and they're like you really shouldn't talk to fans i'm like um, well, first of all, I'm not an actor, so I'm not like you. I didn't go to Stella Adler. I'm not like, you know, bougie. And, you know, if I don't say hi to my fans, they know me as real. And so that would be really strange if I was all of a sudden like now snotty.
0: Well, I think that's a good, that's a good way to be.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it's just good to be open to possibility and to have fun with dating.
0: And Do you co- go on,
1: are you on any, are you on any sites?
0: Like, okay, so a friend just got me on Hinge recently. Yeah, Hinge. I
1: don't know. It, yeah, It's not, I don't, it's I mean, not I bad. Hear, I hear about
0: it. You know what? I literally, I think the best site is Instagram. Like, I love the Instagram DM. I love like, because people will like listen to the show and slip into my yeah. DMs or advice with... They... I just like, because you know what it is? Like you see everything about someone on Instagram. Like you put right. all your stuff out there wait, more or less.
1: Wait, so you just go and be like, hi, I think you're hot?
0: Okay, you don't do that. But you know, listen. Well, what do you do? Well, like, let's just say some random person. How
1: do you slide into someone's DM?
0: Well, like, so if some random person says to me like, oh, I love listening to your show. I mean, you're out of nowhere. So that's okay. nice. So say I so, look at the picture. I'll be like, oh, you're kind of cute.
1: Okay. So if they're saying, on your hard wall or on your DM, are they DMing you and saying we love your show or are they on your hard wall and then you're like checking them out? Oh, okay. Oh, so they're DMing you first. Okay. I thought you were like, Oh, hi.
0: No, but if someone says that, you know, I mean, I like to get back to as many people as possible, but then if someone's cute, you're like, Hey, you know, you just take it from there. Really? Because then at least you can. Yeah. But at least you look at like eight, thousand pics I don't like a dating site because you put like three pictures and I don't know I just I don't think it's the real person like to me like my Instagram is sloppy like some days I look great some days I look like crap some days the pictures are I mean anyone that has a perfectly curated Instagram I am I am in awe because some people do it's just not me I don't have time for that
1: I just throw it up there I actually went on um, dating sites for my first book, The Second Course, because my ghostwriter she was like, "I want you." She's like, "You don't really date like a normal person." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Everyone's on, you know, all these different sh- sites." So I want you to go. I'm like, "People are not going to believe that I'm on this site." She's like, "No, no, no. I want you to go and I want you to engage them and take screenshots of, of the of the conversations. And some conversations were really crazy. And I went on one date. And no, no, it's not good. I was like, no, it's not good.
0: When you're on the dating sites, do people say, like, wait, are you know, because it's straight men? They I don't believe
1: say. me. They don't believe it. They don't believe it's me. They, um, actually on Bumble twice, I was like, I just got kicked off. People were like, reported me, and then I, and they, <laughs> I got reported
0: because <laughs> they were like, it's a fake profile.
1: I, I was like, hold on. I'm supposed to be doing this. This is my, like, my work, and you guys are like, ruining my vibe.
0: That's funny.
1: Is that funny?
0: They're just like, this can't be Kelly Benson on. she can't be actually on Bumble, and it was. Yeah. So where do you meet people well, that you just guy get was get fixed like, up?
1: One guy was like, I'm in the bath, and I'm reading a sexy book, and I was like, oh my god, this is like really creepy. I'm like, I'm laying in bed with fluff, like watching some, like, I'm watching the Kardashians, and you're like texting me these really crazy things.
0: Do you love the Kardashians?
1: Love the Kardashians.
0: It's still amazing, isn't it?
1: I love Chris I love Jenner. She's been like an incredible mentor. She's helped me out so much. Every time I'm like, Chris, oh my God, these people are crazy. She's like, Kelly, just smile. Don't worry about it. Just walk away. Just smile and walk away. I mean, she just has the best advice and she's just such a solid human being. She's just solid, solid, rock solid.
0: Is that the best advice Chris ever gave you?
1: Just smile and walk away. She's like, what are you going to do? Tell people the truth, like over and over again? It's like, really? Just smile and walk away.
0: Do you get tired also of people bringing up, I mean, to your point of over and over again, like I imagine most people want to talk to you about Bethany. Like that must be tiring.
1: I think it's just, it's not, they don't want to talk about her. They want to talk about that dynamic of friendship that they've had before. That's what they want. They, it's not her. It's, they want to talk about that one person, that guy or that girl that, you know, was, you know, that dynamic was a really interesting dynamic because, you know, I didn't know who she was and I wasn't negative or positive towards her, but when she was so aggressive towards me, like I turn off, like I, you know, at the end, you know, when you're going to be nasty to me, like, I just literally turn off. I'm just not interested. I'm not listening. And, you know, people are like, I mean, my friends will tell you, I mean, you can ask anyone that, like, if I'm tuned out, like, you could be talking and tell me the greatest story, and I'm just like, just not interested. It's like, it's just not, I, I can only, I only have the bandwidth for so much. And if it's not like productive or good news, it's just, I'm kind of like, mm mm. I even I tell can- my friends. That I, even makes tell sense. My friends it's, I even tell my friends and my business associates, like, I'm like, the minute that you start to complain to me is the minute that you don't have my attention. They're like, but you're not listening. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not listening. You're right. I am not listening.
0: <laughs> What's your sign?
1: I, I'm a Taurus. Okay. So I'm very grounded and solid and I'm a helper. I like to make people better. I'm a build up, not a push down.
0: I get it. Like if people come at me and there's like too much drama, I'm just like, it's not that I can't fight. I just, this is so I, I'm, it's, I'm shutting but down. But I don't have anything
1: at stake. I don't have anything at stake, I guess is my point. There was nothing at stake. There was nothing, whatever she said, I, there was nothing at stake. There was no reason for me to respond. There was no reason for me to engage. Do you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. like she, it's not like she slept with my boyfriend. It's not like she you know, cheated on my ex-husband. It's not like she did something that harmed my family or friends. It's not something that really was like, touching at my heartstrings it was just you know she wanted to know me and made a bad decision as to how to get to know me and then wanted and that was her that was the way she was trying to get attention and that didn't work and then she was trying to get attention and didn't work it was never working it never worked the attention just never worked all you have to do is just be to be like hey what's up
0: yeah like, like off, if someone camera, comes-
1: off camera we had so much fun like we have one february we were shooting some cover i can't remember what it was like some like entertainment cover it was really fun. And it was February and um, you know, she was asking what I was doing for um, Valentine's day. And I was like, I just thought this candy bikini. You have gotta get one. And I showed it to her and like, you have to get this. It's the most fun thing on the planet. It's just so much fun. First of all, cause I love candy. So I was like, I don't care if he doesn't like it. I'll like it, whatever. And um, it's just, you know, <laughs> playful. It's like not tacky and cheesy. Um, and she was like, Oh my God, that's just so much fun. And she's just, you know, off camera, she was really great. She was easy. She was cool. She was like mellow, but then, you know, on camera, she just switched and maybe that, you know, that's her, that's her person. That's her persona. But you know, it's like, I was the exact same person. I would give you a candy bikini on camera and off camera.
0: So if Bethany walked into this conversation right now, what, what would you say to her? I'd be like, Hey. You like never run into her in the Hamptons? I mean, the Hamptons is small.
1: Never. We just don't have, we don't have the same friend group. And we don't deal with, we you know, we don't, we're never around the same people, ever. I mean, never. I, I mean, I haven't seen her in eight years, seven years. You're busy. The last time I saw her was when I filmed with her on Housewives. Wow. The scene at the boutique. That was the last time.
0: What do you think about Dorinda? do you see what I mean? Do you see what I mean?
1: That's just, uh, yeah, Dorinda's fun. She's super sweet, nice. I knew her from a long time ago because her boyfriend used to live in the building. So I met her many times and she's just a very spirited, fun, cool girl. Great personality.
0: Are you shocked that she's gone?
1: Like, I don't really watch the show. So it's like, you know, if you asked about Scott Disick, I'd be like, oh my God. (laughs)
0: Scott Disick is one of the best parts of the Kardashians. I
1: love Scott Disick. How cute is he now? He's just like, I just want to be better. I mean, I just like, just like if that pulls at your heartstrings that he wants to be better. I just love that. You know, it's like it's you know sometimes it takes a person to like you know get back together. I mean, what if happens if like he and Courtney get back together? Wouldn't that be so great?
0: Listen, he has the best sense of humor. He's adorable and the best watch.
1: He's always he's got he's got really good bling.
0: I'm a watch person so I notice watches. He always has like the <laughs> Philippe Patek like it's always, always. A, like yes, always. See, yeah. I notice. He's,
1: no, he's cute. He's cute. He's fun.
0: What yeah. other shows, so you love Emily in Paris, you love keeping up with the Kardashians. I I'm mean, obsessed
1: with I'm obsessed with Shits Creek. People are just like you are like the character in Shits Creek and I'm like I am a lot like her. <laughs> I'm like
0: a lot like her. Shits <laughs> Creek is great.
1: Shes Creek is amazing. I'm kind of like, wait, what are you trying to do right now? Why are you trying to ruin my vibe when I'm having the best time ever and the best hair day ever? I'm <laughs> like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> did you ever meet any of the other Kardashians through, through Chris?
1: Uh, Chloe and I did a couple of appearances together. She's super fun. And then um, I filmed something with Kim because um, we were both on Playboy. And so we filmed a scene in Florida about Playboy. And she's just a bit great. And I dinner with her a couple of times. And she's just a really, like, really great girl.
0: Do You love the fact that you were in playboy, like just as part of things you've done in life you like love the fact that you well I mean it's something <laughs> I mean, love that is a big word well i mean it's it's something that you know when you look back on your life like that's kind of a big deal Um.
1: like not you know, everyone like, is asked to be in playboy it's a big deal because I was forty it was a big deal because I was forty, and um yeah, I mean it was a big deal because I was forty years old, had two kids um you know, everyone was like you're a model like this is so simple but i you know i had so many i had so many you know i was i used to body shame my own self so i it was a really really big deal for me it made me really really proud and it was just so funny because the guy that i was dating at the time you know he was so insecure about me being on the cover of playboy and we were in florida And, you know, he was doing his work and I was having this big party and he was just so jealous that I was on the cover of Playboy and getting all this recognition. I'm like, you should be so proud because I'm so proud. You know, I've been running and swimming and taking care of myself and making good food choices all my life. And sometimes not making good food choices because I wanted to be thinner, but I'm so proud to be where I am and to be the human that I am right now. And he just was like, I hate you.
0: <laughs> He's like, uh-uh.
1: Yeah, he just was like, he couldn't handle it. And it really bothered me. I was like, you're, no, you're not going to ruin my thunder. Like I've had so many men ruin my thunder, you're not doing this.
0: No, I mean, I think it's, it's not something most people are asked. Right. At 40. I was 40. I would do yeah. it again.
1: I mean, I actually feel like I'm in better shape now. I would do it again.
0: You feel you get in better shape? as you? I, I feel like I get in better shape as I get older.
1: I'm 52 and I feel like I'm a lot better shape now, a lot better shape than I was then. But I'm also in mentally better shape too.
0: Yeah. Listen, I don't think anyone, the twenties are just a mess. So I don't know who would want to go back to that experience in life. They're a mess. How do you feel? uh, Talk to me about real estate because I know that you, so you're filming parts of million dollar listing now.
1: So yeah, I'm filming for parts of some scenes for million dollars thing, which is so great. Real estate has just been an incredible opportunity for me because it's, just, it's everything that I love. I love aesthetics and I love it's a transaction business, but you have to remember too that it's not you know, we see all these shows about, oh my god, I just got the price down. It's a transaction business, but it's the it's the number one it's the number one home that you would purchase for yourself or that you will sell for yourself. So it's a very, very big deal. And there's a lot of emotion that's attached to it. And, you know, when I sold my family home in the Hamptons, you know, I had a lot of reservations. and But I needed to sell my house. I needed to provide for my kids. And, you know, it was a very, very, very difficult opportunity. And I was working with a real estate broker that was, you know, I, that I did not respect. And I just, when my mother passed, she was like, I want you to get a real estate license and I want you to help my, your father help our family, sell our family home because I have a lot of integrity and I'm also tough. I mean, you come up against me in business and you will be happy.
0: Do you, I mean, I, I'm obsessed with New York real estate. I'm obs- upset. <laughs> no, I'm like obsessed you know, with real noticed. estate. No, I mean, no, no. Like, I just like tough. real estate is, are you, so you're planning to just split your time between here and then like down in Palm Beach in the winter—is that what you're planning to do with real estate? Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Because I spent a lot during COVID. I spent um, four months there, and I've spent a lot. I've been down there, you know. I've been going down to Florida all my life. Um, when I was model, like from the time I was like 19 years old, I've been going down to Florida, you know, like a lot during the um, the fall and winter. And um, you know, I went there as a child to Palm Beach as a child. So um, you know, just that that area is very familiar to me. But I just spent. During COVID, I was, my oldest daughter and I would do these, take these two hour walks and we'd walk all through Palm Beach. And I really got to know the streets, the neighborhoods, the houses, the architecture, you know, the aesthetic. Um, and so I just was like, I need to get my license. So I, um, I took the school test and then I just took the state exam, which was really hard. I told you that before. And I'm really excited to be able to, you know, work in different markets.
0: That's who, who would you choose to sell your Soho loft out of Frederick, Ryan, or Steve Gold or Tyler?
1: Um, Steve Gold, I love. He's so great. And actually um, I was going to move to Florida th- three years ago and um, I gave it, no, four years ago and I gave it to Steve to see if he could read. And it was so crazy. He found this woman from Chicago who did not want to even come into the apartment, didn't want it to be touched. She wanted the furniture, everything to be here. All she wanted me to do is just take the clothes that I needed for to go where I was, where I was going with my girls, and she wanted to rent it for two years and never. She was never going to set foot, set foot in that. Really? I mean, people are weird. People are weird, they just want stuff. They just is she want to just
0: a Kelly Ben Simone fan? Like, that's just very strange. I don't know. I
1: just thought it was strange, but I also thought it was so cool. I was like, this girl's got balls. She's just like, you know, just, she just wanted to like have the apartment. And, you know, I thought it was really cool.
0: Well, listen, there's a lot to love about Steve Gold. Let me he's just so great. tell you. And he's love very me. attractive, if I can. He is
1: very attractive.
0: So hot. So that's good. So, I mean, that's great. I'm glad you're enjoying real estate. So much fun. Anything else? But you know what the thing is. Yes.
1: The great thing about filming a million dollar listing with Frederick, is that you know, and this is this is this is this is this is, this is why I wanted to be on unre- on unre- reality, It's because Frederick and I can have the best time and then have a serious work conversation about transaction. But then I'm like five minutes later, we're having like the best time, and that's one thing that, as a, if you, there's a takeaway from you know all of these different opportunities, is that I want people to realize that you know, if you do what you love and you're secure with who you are, because you love, you're loving that, you love that job so much. You can have the best time. You can do cartwheels. You can do, you know, sand angels. You can do all this stuff and smile like crazy, just like this girl, Emily in Paris, because you know what you're doing. It's the people that are grumpalumps who are so insecure about people being happy is because they're so insecure about their value add. And so Know what you know. What you love, know what you're good at, know what you're not good at, and then go for it and smile all the way through it and do cartwheels and snow angels all day long because you've got this.
0: Or a you've lot got of this. people are not happy in life and they try to bring other people down. So that's part of it too. So if you're One. not happy
1: with life, talk to your friends, talk to your friends and say, my life sucks. How can I change this? How can I make it better?
0: you don't work on frederick's team though right like you you work at elan no. okay
1: no 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 i work for the holly parker team i work for the number 2 team
0: that's what i thought
1: i work for she's a baller she's really really all the people that work on my team you know came from finance my partner has a jd mba i mean she's just incredible incredible she's a you know she's you know i think i i call it strategic partners and that's another that's another takeaway too is that if you don't know the answer find someone that do, that does that is like crucial to, to being successful. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to like be on reality and start products and do all this stuff. Just, you know, start working with people that are that are really, really
0: great and you're gonna be better. That's true. And one final question. When people people buy houses or rent houses, does it ever come up and they're like, oh my God, hey Kelly? I mean, you're a real, real estate agent, but like, does that ever come in where people are just like, It's you? Well,
1: People, yeah, some people want me to work with me because I'm Kelly Benson, from TV. Um, Some people don't want to work with me. Some people are just like, she's not for real. She just not, you know, doesn't know what she's doing. I'm like, okay. Um, And this one woman I was showing them this beautiful apartment in the West Village, really, really expensive apartment, like like iconic. And a friend of mine is like, okay, if you can sell it, you can sell it. And so um, this woman came in with her husband and she goes, oh my gosh. I met you at Azne Elia's in Paris, you were with your daughter, and we were both trying clothes on. And, you know, it was like my old life before Housewives. Like, you know, she knew Azne Elias. She knew, you know, she was shopping there. She knew that I knew him. And um, that was actually really cool. I was like, oh my God, that's
0: amazing. It's cool. I love it. Thank you. I know you're really busy. Where can we find you online? Where can we find you online too? So people can um, find you. You
1: can find me, Kelly Benson on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Kelly K Benson on YouTube, um, Facebook, LinkedIn. You guys are welcome to DM me, ask me anything, anytime. I love it when fans um, ask me for advice and I love it when fans give me advice. So if there's something about me that you think I should change or that you think will help me be better, let me know.
0: I appreciate you too. And the next time we chat, I promise I will not mention one word about housewives. Love you. You can,
1: you can mention anything okay. you want anytime. Okay. Anytime. It. It's, it's, it's all good news. And if, you know, if I can help people be better from my experiences, it's even better news.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate it. Love you. Bye.
1: Bye.